Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kids Again, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And our men came away with a very, very close, too close for comfort. I'm not exactly happy about it, but it's our baby win against Notre Dame at home here, 84 to 82. Again, it was a very close game down the stretch. You hope that you don't see a bunch of those, but we live with it. We accept it. And we hope that this team kind of figures it out from there. But we're going to get into how this game went down and why we believe uh, that this team is, is on the up and up and doing better things and whether or not we can keep this momentum going on the road in our next game away for us. And when I say we, I'm saying we because, of course, my main man, Grayson Boone, is back with us. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss all of the fun stuff we got for you this episode. And also, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So stick around as we go through a review of today's game and all of the good stuff that went along with that on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Grayson, my main man, how you doing big time? Man, I, I got to figure out how to lower my blood pressure because I thought we were about to lose that game to Notre Dame tonight. Good Lord. I guess... You know- uh, a, a clip that gets a lot of play amongst Wolfpack fans from Philip Rivers is Wolfpack ain't for soft people. I don't know mm-hmm. if uh, I don't know if anybody's nailed it a little better than that right there. Because good lord, I'm, I'm going to tell you this: they don't call us the cardiac pack for no reason, right? It is not good for your heart to be a fan of this here team, right? We we look over and we see the Miami team that we just beat absolutely demolishing Florida State, right? You look at that game, and I want to say Florida State led by like 30 at halftime or something crazy like that. But that's what you want to see, right? When you go into halftime with that massive, you know, 54-28 lead, that's the type of stuff that we get. But or that's the type of stuff that we want. But what's the type of stuff that we actually get? I believe we trailed at half 43-42. That's, that's what, what we got here and, you know, thank our lucky stars that we came away with a win in this game and that we made just enough plays to hang on. So, Grayson, tell me what you saw in this game and, and how this game went to you. Got off to a super cold start and honestly didn't really heat up a whole lot after that. The shooting all night was, you know, a little suspect. Um, I'm going to be kind of critical of uh, Traquavion Smith here. Not a fan of some of the shot attempts he was flinging up tonight. Um, you know, I, I say that a little bit tongue in cheek, very glad to see him out there running around again after what we watched on Saturday. But, mm-hmm. uh, if he's going to be healthy, I need him to make some healthier decisions because that was, uh, that was, that was tough to watch at some points. DJ Burns had a bit of an off night. Uh, he wound up with, I believe it was maybe 14 or 15 points, uh, 14 points, mostly, uh, n- toward the end there getting uh, big time layups and big spots. I- I'll credit him there, but. Uh, had some had some troubles getting some balls in the bucket. Uh, Notre Dame did not so much. Uh, 
the Notre Dame is a team they you know they live and die by the three. They said that like thirty eight times on the on the broadcast tonight. Uh, we witnessed that firsthand. You know, a team yep. like that when they're able to just fling it up at any point and shoot at a high clip. They shot a it was forty three percent from deep tonight. Uh, they're never really out of it. You can go on a run, but the moment you go cold, they can instantly climb back into it. That's what we saw multiple times tonight. Um, defense tonight for us was, I don't know, a little bit hit or miss. Uh, we did force 15 turnovers, which is a good sign. Um, something cool to point out, we only turned the ball over two times, uh, which tied a school record. Um, but, you know, to only, to only win by three points with a turnover differential that high, Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna need. To, I'm gonna need a couple glasses of water here before I try and fall asleep tonight. Now, here's here's my thing, and I, and I'm I mean this very genuinely, or very genuinely rather. Tequavion Smith should have never played in this game. I am sorry to say this. It seemed as if he was grimacing after some of those shots, and the probably because the they weren't going in. <laughs> I mean, not not well. Yes, that's part of it, but I mean, there is to me even besides the the aspect of whether or not they're hitting with the the spill that he took and the reports coming out that it was kind of a you know game time decision type situation and that he was kind of practicing through some pain and all that today no I'm sorry I'm sorry I I know that as a coach you know coach Keats is coaching for his life a little bit here in in terms of coaching for his coaching life of course but coaching for his life a little bit here and all that good stuff but there there comes a moment where you've got to look at some of your guys and you've got to say, hey, I'm a little lower than you. I'm a little more experienced than you. This could be a situation where you turn a potential first round draft pick situation for yourself into, you know, some serious nerve damage in your shooting elbow. And now you're looking at your form being off because you don't have the best of control of that arm. No, you're going to sit this one out. And if we can't beat Notre Dame without you, then we can't beat Notre Dame without you. But we need you to be off this court. But with that being said, his injuries didn't have anything to do with his shot selection. Uh, and that was just like, what's going on, man? What's going on? Like, even one of the deep threes that he did hit, I was still like, oh, my God, what's happening here? What is – I was on the phone with a good friend of mine, uh, Harem Granger, who listens to the show. He's a, he's a friend of the pod and all that. and and you know, we were talking and it was just one of those moments where when he shot it, you're just like, no, no, no. And even after it went in, you're like, I mean, I'll take it. But ugh. That so, was that was exactly me. I mean, we've seen how, how the kind of offense that Keats will run with Turquavion in that baby team has the green light at virtually any and all times. Now you get the green light by being able to hit those shots. Um, like you like, like you just said. A lot of times tonight he'd put it up and I'd instantly just grab my forehead because I knew what was likely going to happen. Um, I, When you have somebody like that, as explosive and as talented as he is, every now and then he's going to shoot you out of a game. And that's what we almost had tonight. However, he hit 11 of 13 free throws. And arguably you could say that ended up being the difference in this game. Uh, not just Baby T alone, but our free throw shooting. Um, but good grief, man. I, I, we just can't afford to be flinging up threes from falling out of bounds, almost half court. If they go in, then like, maybe I won't say as much, but I mean, even still, like 
you just got to be able to run a more competent offense. Even when we were dumping it inside to DJ, he was getting good looks. They just weren't going in all yeah. the time. Um, so rough, rough night for baby T pretty but, rough night for DJ. Go ahead. But let me say this in defense of Terquavians Smith, his shot selection was horrible. His shot was off tonight. However, one of the things that when in talking about him coming back, because again, y'all have heard me on this show. I've said when players need to come back, I've said when players, Hey, this player owes us nothing. They've got some money to go make. And I said to Quavian Smith need to come back because the biggest reason is he needed to prove that when his shot is not falling, he can still positively affect the game. Now, traditionally, when DeQuavion Smith shot goes like it was going tonight, you'd see, you know, one assist, four turnovers, four, four or five fouls. However, everything else that he did on the court very positively impacted this team. He did show up defensively. He led the team in assists. And I don't believe he had a uh, – I believe he had one turnover on the night. Yeah, so six assists. He had had one of the two. Six assists, one turnover, three steals, one block. Like, he did show up in the other areas of the game. So, kudos to you, Terquavion, on showing up in the other areas. But now if we could combine that effort in all the other places with a better shooting night. Now we're cooking with – now we're cooking with grease. We're cooking with fire. We're cooking with something – that we can work with here that is is feasible for this team going forward if we're going to make a run in the conference tournament and in the NCAA tournament. Right. And then I do want to highlight the positive in this game, and that is mainly Jarkel Joyner. Uh, finished one shy of his career high. He had 28 points. Really showed that senior leadership uh, in, a, in a game that looked like it may have, may have been able to slip away from us. Um, mm-hmm. Jarkel really stepped up, took the reins, put everybody on his back, um, what a, what a, what a moment to do that because like, like we just talked about last night after losing that UNC game, you couldn't let a game like this become two losses, basically right. losing UNC twice. Couldn't right. afford to let that happen. So, uh, humongous shout out, shout out to Jarkel really picked up the slack for us tonight. Um, I also want to shout out Breon past. You might not find much on the stat sheet, but he played a couple key minutes with us tonight. Uh, he hit two big free throws near the end. He had a big steal, had a couple boards. Uh, you know, that's a guy shows shows a lot of character, shows a lot of heart for someone that doesn't necessarily get a whole lot of playing time uh, on a on a team with the depth we've we've kind of stumbled into this year. Um, so a lot of credit to Breon Pass stepping up, playing some key minutes there. Um, I saw a tweet from our mutual friend Ryan Williams about uh, you know Ernest Ross and Evie Juana really carving out their role. Uh, saw some, saw a lot of positive there as well. Ernest Ross really kind of blossoming into a pretty solid player. So absolutely, uh, see how he develops moving forward. Um, but yeah, all in all, very thankful to come out with the win. Uh, you know, a win is a win is a win, and that's what we have here. So can't complain too much, but definitely some things to clean up before we uh, stroll over to Wake, Wake Forest this weekend. You know, it's it's not the prettiest baby, but it's our baby. We'll take that's it. right. We'll take it. We'll, we'll live with a win. We'll walk out of this game with a win. And it's always better to go into a film session with things to clean up in a win than in a loss. That's just, you know, that's the tale as old as time. That's what you love to see. And so this team got it right. They got the win. They got what they needed to do done. And at the end of the day, you, you, get, you can't ask for more than that. You can't ask for any more than uh, that in terms of, of what we're asking for this team because we're not talking about a team that's 
been dominant in recent years, we're literally asking, hey, get us in the tournament. Make something happen there. So that's just the reality there. Folks, the NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join the day to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. Again, FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line, the point spreads, the player props. Doesn't matter. You can even combine bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with the same game parlay. Trust me, I don't care if you're talking about betting on Burrow or betting on Mahomes or betting against Hurts. Whatever you want to do, make sure that you do it at uh, FanDuel, all right? It's very simple here. Football fans don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. So, Grayson, we talked about this a little bit in terms of the next game that we got coming up. But Louisville is, I'm sorry, not Louisville. Wake Forest on the road, next on the docket. And Wake Forest has shown us how tough they can be at home, right? Beating a very good Clemson team already here. And and this is a, a game that I'm pretty sure Wake Forest is going to be favored in this game uh, or going to be favorites in this game in terms of uh, what Vegas thinks here. So what say you about this game? Certainly. Yeah, I, I will not be surprised if Wake is favored this weekend. Uh, they've been one of the one of the few surprises in the ACC thus far. Uh, I believe right now they're tied for fourth. Uh, they're actually tied with Carolina, which is you know anytime you're tied with Carolina at the top, that's nothing to, nothing to sneeze at. So mm-hmm. uh, Wake is going to be a tough game. They're going to be ready for us. Something I, I've noticed in watching a couple Wake games this year, they struggle with guarding the perimeter. Now uh, when we when we have shooters like Casey Morsell had a bit of an off night tonight, but if he's going to be able to get looks have to knock them down. Jarkel, have to knock them down. I need some smarter looks from Jerquavion, hopefully. And if he gets those, have to knock them down. Uh, you know, in the weight games, I, I have noticed, like I mentioned, a lot of clean looks from teams that haven't been maybe as well uh, at shooting the three as we are. So hopefully we can take better advantage uh, rather than other teams have. Um, but, you know, they have good guard play on offense. Uh, Appleby, and I believe the other one is Hildreth, is his last name. They are strong mm. offensive players, so we got to make sure we show up probably a little better than we did tonight on the defensive side of the ball. But it's going to be a dogfight, uh, and I'm I'm very excited to see you know what we turn out with in Winston Salem this weekend. That's that's a big time show me game in my opinion. Um, you know, Wake Wake having the year that they're having. You know, we we stumbled a little bit in Chapel Hill this past weekend, picked up the win tonight. We got to we got to pick up more momentum. This would be a huge win moving forward, kind of moving into the second half of the ACC portion. Um, so I'm looking forward to a good game. It's probably going to be a close game, um, but, you know, we we got to bring it. That's for sure. This Wake team is one that is extremely balanced. They have four guys averaging double digits on the season. Um, I don't – I'm not saying that that's, like, unheard of or anything because there are other teams that are doing that this year – uh, Clemson obviously being one of them at the top of the conference, and and you know you you look at what you look at what 
challenges they present. Not only are they balanced in terms of the ability to um, score the basketball, but also all of their top scores are really good three-point shooters. Like almost all of their top scores are shooting 35, 40% from the, the three-point stripes. And so this is going to be a very big game for our guards in terms of, you know, you said they struggled defending the perimeter. Well, I'm going to tell you this. We're going to have to do that on our end as well, because if you allow the the dribble penetration and kick, if you allow the situations where you're, you know, turning the ball over and they get to run in half court and you get Hildreth in the corner, you get Monsanto in the corner, you get Carr. And that's not a situation that you want to see. That's just not. So I think that if we do it as good of a job or, you know, expecting the team to only have two turnovers again, probably not likely. But. If we have a similar job in terms of not giving a ton of live ball turnovers, in terms of not having a bunch of situations where they're getting out and running and we can take advantage of some of those long misses on the other end and get in transition um, ourselves, I think this could work out well for us. I think this could work out well for us. But with that being said, this is a tall order. Whether or not you think that Wake Forest is one of the best teams in the country, they're 10-1 at home. 10-1 at home. So, you know, this is this is not going to be a, a easy ask of of our uh, men's basketball team. But you know what? It's a part of being a really good team. It's a part of living that that life of like, hey, we're going to be one of the best teams in the conference and we're going to be a team that surprises folks and makes a tournament run and all that good stuff. You've got to win big games. And, and let me just say this about the game against Notre Dame. And this is the last thing I'll say on that. Being a tournament team getting into the tournament, having people believe in you, having your fans show up is not just about winning big games. It's not just about beating Miami's and all that good stuff. It's not just about, you know, some of those types of things. It is also about not losing games that you're supposed to win. And that avoiding a big loss here against Notre Dame, what a great job, right? Like, again, you're you're looking at the four-game winning streak, two of which were against ranked teams, and then you take a loss to, to the boys of Baby Blue. And, of course, bouncing back with a win wasn't pretty but it was a win it means something so can we continue this momentum that's to be seen i would hope so again i would hope that coach key says hey uh to Quavian, i know that you had the green light but after last game we're gonna make it a yellow we're gonna make it a yellow you know kind of put on your blinkers for your merge a little bit you know do some safer driving because i can't i can't give you the green light in the two of 14 nights. Like, I, I just can't do it. It's not feasible, and it's not good for the team. Realistically, again, we love you. We want you to feel free. We want you to do your thing. But you can't do your thing to the tune of two of 14. That's that's never going to get the job done, man. It's it, That's always going to be a, a drag on the team. So, you know, we'll see, what this, uh, we'll see what this game is about. We'll see who can come away with this balanced game. We'll be right back to land this thing after a few words from our sponsors. All righty. So, Grayson, let me ask you this, okay? In looking at this game against Notre Dame, is there anything else that note that you noticed that stuck out to you a little bit that we haven't mentioned yet that you would like to say, hey, this is something to keep an eye on going forward um, as far as this NC State team? A uh, couple quick fact nuggets. Um, one, that was our fourth consecutive home ACC win. First time we've done that since 2014. Certainly a positive there. Uh, we're five and zero now after coming off of a loss 
you know, that is something that's been very frustrating as an NC State fan over the years is the amount of times we felt one loss turned into two losses, turned into three losses, so on and so forth. Uh, so credit to the guys coming out, refocusing, um, despite maybe losing focus at some point in that game, but coming away with the win. Um, very, very quality uh, pickback up performance, per se. That would have been a bad loss. There's no two ways about it. Uh, that would have been a very ugly loss to have at home. Something else I noticed is we got crushed uh, on the boards in that game and still came out with the win. Going into tonight, we were 14-1 and one when we tie or win the rebounding battle. We got smoked tonight and still won. So that's uh, another thing to be thankful for there. But, you know, recapping the Notre Dame the Notre Dame win and heading into Wake just gotta just gotta refocus offensively, man. We gotta we gotta get more movement. You know, something I noticed that really worked for a little bit in that game was uh Jarkel hovering around the, the free throw line. We kept feeding him inside, he turned, pop, swish. And then uh Notre Dame got, you know, they got pretty keen to that. They switched to the one three one uh to try and prohibit that. But that's the bulk of what Joyner was able to do tonight is just get in the lane, either shoot or pass back out for a better look or, you know, a different different uh, setup after we re- reorganize. But, you know, against against Wake, if we come out as stale as we did tonight, I don't think we can come back out on top uh, in, in that in that instance. So need to make sure we come out, hit them in the mouth, uh, need to make sure we're crashing the boards. Uh, I know Wake is actually weak uh, in rebounding at times. They struggle with the big men, uh, you know, boxing out all the time. So, we're gonna need all the uh, all the effort we can get from guys like Ernest Ross, guys like Greg Gant, guys like Evie Duana. Got to get in there, crash the boards. I've heard a couple whispers about maybe some Mahorchich uh, returning to the lineup pretty soon. That would be pretty big. Uh, don't know if it'll happen this weekend, but we do hope it'll be soon. But just gotta gotta come out and play a more complete game than when we what we saw tonight because Wake Forest is they're gonna show up for us. They're gonna bring it. So we need to make sure we're we're bringing it to them. Absolutely. And I want to I want to talk about something here in terms of the uh, tournament talk and bracketology and all that. And I never want to put the, the cart in front of the horse here, but we do not have a single loss to a team that would be outside of the uh, not just outside of the tournament, but we don't have a single loss to a team that would be outside of the uh, teams that would get a bye in terms of the tournament, according to Joe Lenardi at this moment. And so, again, avoiding this loss was avoiding not being in that category anymore, was avoiding not being looked at as, okay, wait a minute, what's going on here? Because Grace and I have talked about this before. If you, as an NC State team, give the selection committee the ability to keep you out, they will. And so staying in that territory of, hey, we won all the games we were supposed to win. Every loss we took came to a team that was very comfortably in the tournament, all that good stuff. That's important. That's very important. That's just the reality here. And what we're looking at, again, this win may not have been pretty, may not have been flashy, may not have been exciting. It was a win. And that's all that matters there. So, you know, that's that's what we're going to hang our hats on here. And then we're going to come back and, and, and see if we can hang our hat on a win at Wake Forest um, this weekend. We'll see. We'll see. I believe they play, what is it, Friday? No, they play Saturday, right? Saturday at 1. Okay, they play Saturday at 1. We'll be watching. Hopefully, it'll be on ACC Network and not on Bally Sports or not on um, not on Eskimos for Ice.com. Uh, we we, we want to see it. We want to see something 
on a on our actual network because you know the ACC does have a network, so it'd be nice to watch it. Doesn't feel like it all the time. I I could probably spend another twenty minutes talking uh, talking some mess on Valley Sports, but yeah, hopefully we do get to actually watch it on an actual TV. That'd be nice. Uh, I'm tired of, tired of having to go through third party websites to stream it on my phone. So uh, I'm hopefully hopefully we're watching it on a TV. Hopefully we're watching a win on a TV. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see everybody. Saturday at 1 p.m. Winston-Salem. All righty. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Wolfpack Nation, y'all make this show what it is. Oh, and one more thing before we get out of here. I'm hearing a lot about, you know, hey, there isn't enough attendance and there's still too many gaps in the crowd and all that. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to leave it right here. Has this team not given a proven product worth showing up for to this point? I mean, realistically, This team has given a proven product that's worth showing up for at this point. What more can they do? Like, other than being undefeated, of course, what more can they do? This is a team that we've seen multiple winning streaks of three to four games so far this season. This is a team that we've seen multiple times where after losses, they bounce back, they recover. This team needs our support. And I know that we cannot recreate the atmosphere that there was in Reynolds back when, you know, Jimmy V was here. We can't recreate that in the PNC. It's too big. There's too much space. It doesn't exactly have that same feeling. We understand that. However, we need to be filling up the stands for these young men. They deserve it. They deserve it. Point blank period. Again, they're beating the teams that they're supposed to beat. They're surprising people being better than everybody had us being at the beginning of the year when everybody said, oh, yeah, this is Keys' last year and there's nothing to be talked about here. Well, congratulations. We're showing up and showing out as a team. Now, folks, we as Wolfpack Nation need to do our part to be at these games, to be watching these games, to be chanting and screaming and shouting for the boys in red and white as loud as we can when we get there. All right? Like you said, outside of like legitimately just being undefeated, what more could you want uh, as a Wolfpack basketball fan uh, following last season? It's it's amazing what a what a bad season can do to a fan base leading into the next year. But this team is leagues different than what we saw last year. They have so much heart. They have so much hustle. They have so much more talent. And on, on top of everything else, we're right in the mix. We're right in the mix for getting into the tournament. The tournament that has unfortunately eluded us for the last couple of years. We're we're in a good position. We're in a good position to keep playing to be in a good position. Absolutely. What more could you want? They these guys will feed off of you if we show up. Uh, if if teams from the Mark Godfrey era were getting bigger crowds, this team needs to get bigger crowds. Come on, y'all. So absolutely, I, you know, I did. They sounded pretty good on the TV tonight. I wasn't able to make it over there, but they did sound good on the TV tonight. Hopefully they sound even louder moving forward. Again, right now, according to Bracketology, we would be about a nine seed. I mean, what? We haven't seen that. We haven't seen that in quite some time. So, folks, let's get amped. Let's get excited about this team. Y'all, again, Wolfpack Nation, I say this from a place of love because y'all always do show up and show out, and we just need a little bit more. We need a little bit more effort and energy from our fans showing up for these boys because they've given you reason. Everybody was on my head and on my case earlier when I said, hey, 
I'm not super for Keats. I'm not super Gizzard, but he's our coach. We got to support him. Well, listen, the team is more than Keats. The team is more than whatever you think he is or is not. This team needs our support. They wear the red and white. They don that NC State on their chest, just like I'm wearing it right now, just like Grayson's got on his chest right now. So let's show him some love, all right? Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. Go Pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 